Hello and welcome back to the JW Nixon High School Class of 1992 podcast. I'm your host, Missy Barrientos. For this episode, Matt Garcia takes over as host. He interviewed Laura Denise Sanchez Phillips, or Laura Sanchez or Denise Phillips, depending on how she was introduced to you. He interviews her and she tells us what she's been up to these past 30 years. Oh, she put the recording on. I know. That's why I did my hair. You might not see it, but (laughs) I did take a screenshot right now because I do this album every year of different things that happen. So I'll put this picture in my my album, not the album, the little yearbook I do for the home, the year review. I think you should label this section like after after what is it when people after a, a brief hiatus, Matt Garcia comes back to my journal. (laughs) (laughs) Laura is so good to see you how are you I am doing fine man I haven't (laughs) seen you in a long time (laughs) I know I know this is why I love these podcasts because it's just fun kind of reconnecting with old friends Mm -hmm. but the first question I have to start off with is what is your name and I know you as, as Laura Sanchez but Am I right? Are you now Denise Phillips? What happened? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what happened? So I always say that if you knew me from school without my me coming up to you and introducing myself, um, you know me as Laura because the teachers call you Laura and that's like my Laredo name, I call it. And if you knew me from childhood or maybe from Broad Acres where I grew up, I would introduce myself as Denise. I think that nowadays you can definitely tell um, if we have a game night who knows me from school and maybe who knows me from work because it's either Laura or Denise. If you see me address myself, I tend to do Denise. But if you call me Laura, it's so weird. I can naturally react to that name. Like, oh, that's me. So Laura is your first name and Denise yes. is your middle name? Yes. And now I'm Phillips. Oh, Phillips. I want to hear all sexy. about it. I'm going to leave the audience in suspense because we're going to get in our time machine and we're going to travel back <laughs> to 1992. Are you ready? I am ready. I got my bongo jeans on. <laughs> I got my, my Z Tamarichis. <laughs> Okay, so let's go back to high school. It's 1992. We're in the 90s. What were you like as a teenager? Was thinking back on that. So I like to think that I was very studious. What I like to think, remember, definitely was a silly person was always partying now that I look back like, hey, where am I going to go this Saturday? Nuevo Laredo, but to which one on Friday? Oh, Nuevo Laredo, but to which one? And I think I was a social butterfly. I think you and I were very compatible like that. We were always chit-chatting and talking to people and just hanging out with other people. So that's me. I don't know what other people thought. (laughs) (laughs) So when you were in school, did you did you hang out with the band, with the with the kickers, uh, the jocks? Who was your, as Missy likes to say, 
your ganga. My ganga. Oh, my ganga is semi still my ganga till this day. Um, so from middle school, I kind of hung out with the same girls going into high school. Um, we used to call ourselves the all nighters. Yay. They're going to kill me for saying that. But when you're young and you're like in seventh grade, you're like, oh, we're going to hang up all night. We're going to call ourselves the all nighters. And that was Sandra Delgado. Uh, Melissa Martinez, Gabby Ramos, Yesenia Salinas, now known as Mackie, and Diana Chapa, who's now married to Gabe Garcia. So they were my little group of people. I also ended up having my tennis team because I was in tennis for the whole four years. So then I had my Ganguita Sporty Spice Girls. That was Adriana Cano, Sonia Solano, and what was that? Monica Escami, I think. So we definitely used to cause our own little trouble there with the tennis team. I still hang out with some of my ganga nowadays, and we definitely still keep in touch. So <laughs> so back in the day, where were the all-nighters? Where was the hangout? Sandra's house. Really? Pobre. I don't know why. I was thinking back. We were always at Sandra's house. Was uh, it just close by? or? I think... Her parents also were very cool, like they'd feed us <laughs> and let us make noise. I know that if we were in my house, unfortunately, you remember I had a blind stepfather, Olivares. If we make noise, like running around, it would keep them up. So in Sandra's house, no, hombre, they let us do whatever. <laughs> so. Yeah, Mr. Olivares had lots of rules. <laughs> yeah, and, but I think we used to hang out there and I was I read up on my yearbook and I noticed Cisco put something, Cisco Sanchez, that I completely forgot about. We'd always be at Pizza Hut also. Celebrations at the Pizza Hut. Do you remember okay, that? The Pizza Hut, the one on on um, Saunders or where? The one that is like, was it Guadalupe or I can't even remember the streets names anymore, but even... I have a picture of us like you came to visit from UT and we all went and Jessica Flores was visiting from UT. I mean, from San Antonio, where she went and we all went to Pizza Hut. It's so funny. It's true. In Laredo, there was no water park, <laughs> no Disneyland. We were at Pizza Hut or somebody's house. I love it. I love it. Now, was Cisco part of the all-nighters? Uh, Cisco was not part of the all-nighters. Cisco was just part of my heart. He oh, always okay. was. He always was. We used to pretend we were cousins because we both had the last name Sanchez. And oh my God, I thought you were cousins. I think I, you told me that one time. Because <laughs> when you start hanging out with somebody of the opposite sex, everybody starts to get all, oh, my gosh. So we pretended we were cousins. And that way, we nobody would harass us about hanging out all the time. So, yeah, he was just my fake cousin. I hang out with you, Matt, too. Oh, that's Definitely right. hang out with you. We had a and lot of good times. A lot of good, good times at the wall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I remember y'all always had your spot. And so, like, you know, I'd get there in the mornings and I would go and... Every once in a while, y'all would change. I don't know if that was just to avoid me 
Other people wanted to claim the wall. Yeah, everybody. Oh, if y'all just got tired, I, I mean, how did that work? Like, because I mean, it, there was only so much space at the wall. I guess everybody <laughs> kind of claimed their own little space. Because I they, mean, they did. I I went back and saw some pictures, and it's like the same group of people would be in this one section, the same group of people in that section, and of course, I think when you were seniors, you had kind of priority. So I even remember because Chrissy Ortegon and Linda, I forgot her last name, and her little group had like one side of the wall. I remember always stopping by and saying, good morning on that side, but you don't hang there. That's not your side. You go to the other side. You just got, you got to keep going because, you know. <laughs> yeah. But see, that was my favorite part because then you got to see everybody. Like you just got to talk to a little bit of people mm-hmm. and then you go on talk to more people. And I, I even remember the skaters had the part that had the ramp. And I used to think, oh, it's because they want to be on the, <laughs> the <laughs> little <one>. ramp. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> now, where would the tennis people hang out? The tennis people, of course, the tennis court in the back. Um, we used to hang out there. But and not, you're in school? Not you're in school. No, unless uh, we used to. The, the tennis there, we were just like always chit chat, of course, because they were primarily juniors on a different grade level than us. Like when we were seniors, so they were a year behind. We would hang out at people's homes or go in somebody's car somewhere at the Market Street tennis courts. If you're familiar with that at all on Market Street, there were the tennis courts. Our coach, Coach Pichute, she used to um, let us use the Market Street tennis courts. And we definitely used to hang out, Adriana, Sonia again, Monica and Sandra and I, just doing things we, I can't believe back then we used to exercise so much in 105 degree weather running around like maniacs. The only thing that I can think about when I think of the tennis courts is I think hot, like just the asphalt, there's no trees, there's no chairs to sit down, everything about it just seemed hot <laughs> I know and it's unbelievable to me that it gets to like 92 degrees here and I don't even go out of the house it's like it's too hot <laughs> and over there we'd be playing tournaments all Saturday 110 degrees weather oh my god crazy I do have to tell you I don't know if you're I know that you were good friends with Gabby Cano her yes. sister Adriana, which was trying to get her to come on to, I, to be interviewed. She doesn't want to. At least I know. <laughs> so Adriana used to be my, her sister used to be my tennis team partner for some of high school. And the other one was my BFF, Sandra Delgado. And there's an ongoing, we still chit chat. We hang out. We just went to the Alanis Morrison concert. And there's been an ongoing debate about who was the better tennis team uh, player for doubles. And I haven't wanted to tell them over the years because it'll hurt their feelings. It's like a mama picking their favorite kid. It hurts feelings, you know. But I did tell them that officially today I would announce here that who was the best. And then they had to drop it after that. Once I mention it, I don't want it to come between our friendships and such. So so you've you've looked back at your notes. You've searched all the, you've replayed all the videos and you're going to tell us right now who it is. And I hope none of them have their feelings hurt. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I can't believe. 
I, you know what? I knew it. I knew the answer to that. It's the girl with the sexiest legs. Always. Right? Oh, my always. God. I know. <laughs> Tell me about it. Well, you guys heard it first. This is where the earth breaking news happened. Yeah. Alone, I think it's going to be, you know, it's going to yeah. shoot us up to the top for podcasts. <laughs> and hopefully not drama. And I hope that when Atlantis comes again, that we'll still hang out. You That's know? Right. I do. I do yeah. hang out uh, with Sandra. Sandra is still one of my BFFs till this day. She's like my sister, my sister that, you know, friends, Sometimes are your friends, but your friends can turn into your sisters. There's many things throughout the years I couldn't have done without Sandra. So I still hang out with her and Adriana is still a goofball and definitely always makes me laugh. <laughs> so take us through your normal, typical day way back then when the alarm would ring. Do you have a, do you have a radio alarm or you had a... You know, everybody had that blinky one, the big old red one. <laughs> I was seeing uh, some some TV show where it's like everybody had this one. Yeah, with the big old bright lights. But so you still the same like today. You got to like press. What do you call that? Mute pause for 10 minutes. <laughs> was it a few times and everybody had to get their bangs up high, Matt. The higher oh. the hair, the higher the God, like they say. So it was bang it up. Aquanet. Rave, sir. Rave. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little bit more classier than Aquanet. I was more of a rave girl. So you wake up at four or five to start working on those bangs. <laughs> now, would you would you go straight to school or would you go over to like Sandra's house or how'd you get to school? I actually, now that there's a statute of limitations. <laughs> <laughs> lawyer Uh-oh. I'm throwing that in <laughs> so a lot of times I used to spend the night at Sandra's house um, okay. I actually lived in the Sierra school district my mother oh. was remarried my mother was remarried and he had a home three blocks away on Zapata That's Highway right. on the way Zapata, right on the right uh-huh. hand side as you uh-huh. town uh-huh and my mother still owned technically the house on Logan Street that filtered to Nixon. So right. I used that address. But I so swear, you know that I visited your mom a few times at the Logan Street house. Because, uh, yeah, afterwards, you know, when it, it, it didn't work out in the future, we moved uh, back to that home. Okay. But so I go spend the night at Sandra's because it would avoid the whole having a drive from South Bata Highway to to Nixon. Nice. And if not waking up now it's like no big deal thinking back because you live in the austin area it's drive an hour it doesn't make a difference <laughs> but but back then it's like spend there then you go to to the school claim your wall space uh, <laughs> throw out the people trying to come to your wall space that are not supposed to be there <laughs> now would you go to every class or did you skip i didn't i actually like school you did. Sorry, I liked school. I liked learning. I okay, well, liked what learning. was your favorite class then? Then, but okay. So I liked school, thinking very carefully about this podcast and became an educator. I, my favorite class was tennis because it was a class, physical education. I love that. <laughs> I never played it till I got into high school and I was actually pretty good at it uh, for seated in school. So, but as in classes, I think I liked 
we were in gifted and talented courses and English was always fun because they always try to get us to be more social and do stupid stuff like commercials and acting. And- oh, no. Yes, I remember <laughs> the commercials. Didn't one of my commercial? favorite one of my favorite memories, Matt. I oh, tell people so I am going to let me out Max and his sexual escapades from high school. <laughs> do you remember our commercial from English class? Uh, I I remember it being about not having sex or not having sex is the safest sex or something. Yeah, and we used to think, okay, I'm gonna say we were all such big nerds in that class because I remember our commercial was no sex is safe sex, and we were. And I think we were in the car or something, yeah. right? And I had uh-huh. my hand around you or something. Yeah, and it was actually funny. I was the one trying to make a move on you in the commercial, <laughs> and you're like pushing me away. No, Laura. <laughs> no sex is safe. Sex. And we used to think we were so wild. I even remember Rocky Godinez, and I cannot remember if it was Gabe. Garcia or not, but they did a commercial about rubber ducky condoms, and we were just laughing because they made like a fake box with a logo. And again, we were just thinking we were so rebellious, us GTers. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe we did that stuff. I mean, that was you, just- <laughs> <laughs> future politician. Me, my mother expected it. <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, well, um, so English class that what class that Mr. Felipe Martinez was that? Yes, yes, that was him. I remember he asked you one, two, three, four. <laughs> one, two, three, four. He reminded me of Count Chocula. Or I don't remember that from. <laughs> but so I didn't. That, your favorite? It's not necessarily. I, I looked back at the yearbook and I was very surprised. I wish that those teachers have had a greater impact in my life because I definitely became an educator for a while. And I hope I made impacts in some children's lives. But the greatest impacts came from like my middle school and elementary. I think that in reality, when we become high schoolers, there's just too many kids for teachers. And maybe they, I didn't stand out to them enough. I have the non-favorites that you all kept bragging about being your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Los Santos and Miss Winners and Miss Lindecker. Oh, Miss Lindecker, yeah. She was so her. mean to me. Oh. Whatever, you came to the beach and stuff with us. Uh huh. But uh, of course, because of NASA, National Association of Science Apprentices, because <laughs> of that, that cool club we were part of. But in she I made a project twice and she basically maybe she meant to encourage me but called me out on like is this the best you can really do you are in gifted and talented classes and she broke my spirit like ooh, I don't ever want to do anything science again <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go get her now just kidding just kidding <laughs> so you were in NASA you were in tennis uh after school, what other clubs did you did you do? I did them all. Back then, metían todo, metían todo. <laughs> I mean, we we um, 
the, your book you were in your book except your book sorry maybe i wasn't in everything so. <laughs> <laughs> i just i was in tennis i was in nasa I, and those are the things that kind of stood out the what did he call it honor society senior just, class i can't honestly remember i wasn't an officer but i can't remember but um definitely i i just after work too i my mother had her own business at barrio san san lazaro so I'd have to go either help at my mom's business too, or I would go to KB Toy Stores, which was my other job at the mall. Well, oh, no I didn't know that. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Oh, wow. Would you close? How late would you work there? At, at my mother's or KB no, Toys? No, at KB Toys. So KB Toys, it, normally during the, I would work like, I think it was Monday or Tuesday, never on Fridays because the tennis team was always gone on Fridays and Saturdays. And back in the day, I think we didn't open all Sundays at the beginning. I was there forever, but I love that at the mall right next to the Burger King. I was eating me a Whopper for lunch, attached to the Burger King. (laughs) But yeah, and if I wasn't there, I had to go help my mom with the family business. But after school, we'd go to that. We'd have to play like two hours of after school tennis and then. I guess do not change or take a shower. We'd go again to the tennis courts if we were off. <laughs> <laughs> so um, would you see, I mean, if you were at KB, would you see all the friends and stuff? Did a lot of people go to the mall back then? Oh, yeah. You, they, they just walk around like, don't buy anything. They just walk around the mall. Yeah, I remember if people would either stop by and say hi or because I was always one of the cashiers and you just like people pass by the front you're like hey and call them <laughs> in to come talk and stuff i i mean nobody Muchos really <laughs> they didn't necessarily come in because they were gonna buy something back then video games weren't popular and those kinds of things but um they come just to say hi but i thought it was a cool job because it was in the mall and when you were done you could go cruise the mall <laughs> Did you have something that you used to like to use your store discount for? I had a, uh, my niece back then. You know, I loved her so much. By puro chinchero. But back then, we used to sell basically the boxes in bulk to people that came from Nuevo Laredo. They come uh-huh. like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We wouldn't even take them out of the boxes. We'd just leave them in the front and ring them up in the old days where you'd have to put like $4.99 times six. <laughs> No, no um, credit cards yet. No. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about those ugly trolls that used to have all over your. Oh, time. don't be jealous of my troll obsession back in the day in my troll mobile. If you now were blessed, I know where you got so many of them. <laughs> yeah, I I used to have a Hyundai, and uh, Sandra loves to say that story of my trolls, and they used to call it the troll mobile because I used to love those stupid trolls. They were all they were everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, you didn't have to worry about safe sex commercials and children (laughs) just fall out of the car. Just like, what the hell? (laughs) True story, Matt. So one day I threw them all away. I, I, Todo Laredo, I witnessed a crime. They saw my car and I'm like, they're going to know which is my car because of the trolls. (laughs) (laughs) And my boyfriend back then said it was the best thing that ever happened because I finally got rid of the trolls. Oh my gosh. Only you, Laura. Mm-hmm. Only you. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So you went to work, you're driving home. Favorite music in the car. What were you listening to? 
Mana used to be the jam back in the day. Remember Mana? Rayando el sol. Oh, I'd sing, but I hear that people get jealous of my voice, so it's best I don't. Um, and the cool club stuff, stuff was coming out like Vanilla Ice. Oh, yeah. All those that had dances to them, CNC Music Factory and all that. Right, said Fred, I'm too sexy. Uh, <laughs> that does remind me of you, though. You used to do that song. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm yeah. too sexy for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so they, i take out my cassette player just make sure you bring it in so your cassettes don't melt in the sun in the radio but put it would on you those make, would you make uh um mixtape Mix. oh of course with all those love songs <laughs> i never got one uh it, I expected men to give me tapes oh, of love songs. That's how it works. It's, that's how it works. Oh, that so whoever gifted so many me, things. I won't say I won't say the name, but RP, you know who you are. You made me a cassette, and I had that forever. It had endless love, and every rose has its thorn. And then I'd be like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. So so obviously you have our piece mixtape. <laughs> what what else do you have left from high school? Do we hopefully no trolls that they all go by way of murder or whatever crime scene you I witness? have one, just one troll, because it was a collector's troll. That one's still here in the house. But I went back and I looked. And I know I got rid of my my Letterman jacket years ago because really? I don't know what happened. Like it shrank, super shrank. And I was like, what's the point? <laughs> it shrank. So I gave it away. Oh, um, weird how that back then the material, you know, however they made these things, they just they just shrink and they don't fit anymore. Something I know. Incredibly wrong with today's industry. <laughs> I know. I'm still a small. <laughs> what happened? But, <laughs> but so the that and I have a, a scrapbook, but I threw away most of the pages a few years ago. And the scrapbook contains like one page of Matt Garcia. Shout out to Matt. Because <laughs> you were my my senior prom and we went to uh, a winter ball. So I have the like stubs. I know you know, um, you're the first person I went across with, the first and only person I ever went across. Really? With. That the- was the first time wow. ever. I had to beg my parents to. Let me go. I am so sorry. I wasn't the best first time over there. I kind of remember that night. Let's not bring it up here. I that's <laughs> not bad, but Matt, yeah. you're a good guy. <laughs> you shouldn't have been going to Mexico with me. I'm a bad influence. <laughs> I had a good time. I don't remember having a bad time. <laughs> uh, yeah. I may have blocked some things out, but Vivance. <laughs> I think we started out of Vivance, right? And uh-huh. then we moved on to Forensies. Uh huh. Like so I have that, and I have like one or two guys I used to date, and I have like the letters they'd write me and stuff like that. But that's about it. Why did and you just, get rid of everything? Just you're doing a cleanse, or it's, like it's just I'm probably one of those people that never lived too much in the past. Mm-hmm. So when I clean house, even if it's like five five years ago, things from five years ago, boom, they're gone. I'm not one that saves much. That's just me. That's just right. me. 
Uh-huh. I have my tassel. I do have my tassel. And and that's about it. I mean, what else can you save? Right. The prom dress shrank too. And <laughs> <laughs> I had my so... tennis racket forever. Like I felt I should save it in case I ever went pro and I could sell it on the market, but I ended up tossing it. <laughs> We're now fast forward. It's May 1992. We're at our graduation. It's hot because, of course, it's Laredo. What did you do the next day? You went across, of course. What else did people do after graduation? (laughs) And I can't tell you what I did the next day. We probably (laughs) just slept it in because I will admit it. $10 all you can drink in Mexico. You'd come back the next day and just relax. the morning away and I probably went to work which were the things I used to do but I can't remember what we did after graduation I didn't go to summer school I waited to stall till the fall and where'd you go um I went for my associates at LCC and then then went to TAMU uh since it opened like the year before when I was studying education for my bachelor's with an early childhood specialization. So after I was done with that, I went and I I did teach for a while. The irony, I will tell you, when I was trying to think back. So you got your bachelor's from TAMU? I never did finish. Okay, okay. I never did finish. Um, I I had some family problems, but... I ended up going to Colleen because, of course, then I met the person, the love of my life, not, um, and ended up moving to Colleen to Fort Hood. And in Fort Hood, I worked at Head Start. And at Head Start, I actually worked with, do you remember Tiffany Beach? No. No. I didn't know her in high school either. But uh, I dated her brother in college, so I knew who she was. I never really officially met her. But so we're at, like working together one day at a at a Head Start function. And she's like, you're Laura Sanchez, right? I'm like, kind of. Yeah. And she's like, I'm Tiffany Beach. We graduated together. I didn't really know her, like I said, but ironically, like as soon as I left Laredo, I worked with somebody from Laredo from our class of 92 also. Okay, so, so shout out to Tiffany. Whoever knows her, <laughs> we need to get her on this podcast. <laughs> we need to get the rest of the story of yeah. the lead and head start. <laughs> yeah. And then when... when so then... you met this guy at Tammy U, fell in love, and you followed him to Kali? It... But I'm trying ah, to make sure... This is too correct. much... <laughs> <laughs> telenovela time no I came up here to Austin after Tammy you for a bit to stay with the girls Sandra Diana all those and uh and I met somebody got married moved to Killeen I have a weakness for military uniforms I have no shame uh, uh <laughs> military life is over with me we too move- <laughs> I know I can't help <laughs> uh, and then we moved back here to to Austin um, afterwards. Specifically, chose Austin because I di- I didn't want to go back to Laredo, and he was from California, so we stayed in the Austin area and have lived in Round Rock, Pflugerville, Cedar Park, Hutto. Who else am I missing? Um, Georgetown. You know all those places that are just around Austin. <laughs> And did you kind of stay doing education type jobs or? 
I did. So I went and worked for when we came here for a private school, um, Meritor Academy. Love that place. Oh, yeah. Um, uh-huh. I, I even had convinced some of my friends to put their Didn't children. Did you actually run the school? Now I that did. I'm about it, I did. Like the whole I did. So um, um, even though I didn't have a master's, there were workarounds with my education and I became the principal of that school for years. Wow, and then I got, yeah, um, there I am in the year professional. Um, <laughs> and then after that, I got pregnant and I decided it was a very stressful job. I was in my 20s and it was just too much running the school. 9-11 had happened and I, I had children that were multicultural from other countries. So it was just a little too much for that, my mindset at that time. So after that, um, I decided to take a step down and went to work as an assistant director in childcare uh, at the Children's Court. It lasted like two months. I had to become a director right away. They didn't let me stay like below the director position. And so then I was there for quite a while because it gives you the opportunity that your child goes to childcare and oh, you're yeah. there. Uh, and I got to see him all the time in the little buggy. Alex? I, yes, Alex. Is, is, Jojo. He, is he your one and only? He is my one and only and graduates this year. Oh, congratulations, Alex. I know. Woo-hoo, wow. Yeah. Done Way with to his go, mom. I know. Well, yeah. And, and uh, he should be going to the uh, Art Institute. It moved to Bastrop. It used to be in Austin because he is definitely a great artist. He's won quite a few awards and such. So Jojo, very proud of them, very proud of them. So um, when you were in your 20s and you were working and Alex was born, any Laredo phrases that you would find yourself saying and people looking at you like, what the hell? Like, what? What is that? What did you say? Uh, Any like weird Laredo things? I still say Gonzafos for no apparent reason. And for reels with a Z, every so often I type that up too, like to Sandra or, or Diana or somebody, you know, trying to make people laugh and recycle Laredo. Do you remember they used to say recycle Laredo, a commercial? No, I don't remember can. that one. So might have just been on your TV. <laughs> so every time I want to throw out my trash and stuff, I'm always like, recycle Laredo. <laughs> <laughs> myself <laughs> so yeah I, I don't know where you go with that one <laughs> let's see you so this was your 20s and and you were doing uh you're working at the courtyard what about your 30s um in the 30s I still kind of worked at the courtyard for a bit after accomplishing this big, big project that we started with the state of Texas and, and the courtyard, we, my center specifically started was the first Central Texas school that did the Teams project, very similar to Head Start. It's called Texas Early Education Model, where because public schools had run out of room for pre-Kers, we offered them our campus because I had two campuses and they would house the children um, through the public school there. And when school day ended for them, then our childcare person would transition in. So after I did that teens thing, it was like such a big accomplishment. I was kind of done with that. <laughs> I really was done with that. 
And then I suddenly decided to do something else. So I decided to work with other kind of children, the the tall menly kind. So I went to work for the fire department. I, <laughs> the fire department. I went to work in human resources at um, the Pflugerville Fire Department. Military man, fireman. Oh. But I will, I will tell this you. This is going to so, into an R-rated part of the podcast. <laughs> Ironically, I always say this. So as I was, while I was there at the fire department, I was only one of two ladies. Uh, my friend Linda was one of them. And we had 90-some gentlemen or sometimes children that worked there. And at that time, as Matt is aware, I came out at that time. And definitely my friends used to say, what a waste. Because <laughs> yeah, they're, you're, it's exactly as you envisioned. They see, I had just gone through a divorce. They see a, a young lady that could still fit into her at that point, her letterman. <laughs> Um, uh, the material the material hadn't that hadn't occurred yet yeah no no yeah. not that yet that turned in later 30s but um <laughs> but yeah so I worked there at the fire department for quite a few years I was very thankful that the person who interviewed me and you worked in HR right yep human resources and kind of have after that I I um would you I've call gone... 911 on yourself so that somebody would come and <laughs> like was my greatest fear I actually lived in Pflugerville my greatest fear because I'm a klutz and have broken many bones that I'd fall and they'd have to come and I'd be like in my underwear or something and those are my co-workers (laughs) greatest fear greatest fear so no and after that now I work for the state I've been there for quite a while I'm with uh, also human resources for the hold on hold on because we're just not going to let you gloss over the fact <laughs> that you came out. <laughs> well, that one. You can't just like drop a bomb like that. And then it's just like, what? wait a minute. You married a man. You had a kid. Okay. Totally get that. What happened? Like, did you just have like a revelation? Like, oh, and then the angels came out and it's just like, no, I'm sorry. I don't like this after all. I really like this. I did too. You know, I've always been a vanilla ice cream kind of person. That's my favorite. But, you know, chocolate, I always pass by. You seem to like Neapolitan. I don't know. Actually, what happened? That's exactly what my wife says, that she says, I am legally married. Um, That's where the Phillips come. We've been married uh, going on five years this year. Um, Known each other for much longer. Thank you. Um, So so I've always said that I, I can love whomever. I mean, I can fall in love with a soul. Um, the soul of men, no longer. <laughs> Since like my 20s. You're, you're from Laredo. I'm from Laredo. Back in the day, it was pretty scary to possibly be even homosexual. There was Michael from, from the oh, hill. He lived in the hill. And they used to hurt him all the time. And, you know, un- unfortunately, back then, our grandparents and such, they used to say, certain things about cultures and sexuality. And it was just once, once I got divorced and I truly did do that, what will make me happy. And my mother had passed. I wish I had come out to my mother, but she had passed. And at that point, like, why am I scared to be this way? And it's when I I changed the light. I changed, I changed the boat. And, um, and yes, I've been very happy since. 
showing my rainbow flag. What? <laughs> wow. Well, congratulations. I'm sure that was a hard decision. Was it hard coming out to your son? So Alex, I came out to Alex when he was five. And I think it wasn't, it's funny. Number one, we're in Austin. So we already knew a lot of people that had either, he'd ask, hey, why does this person, the two daddy have a little girl? Because they don't need a mommy, you know? People can still have children. And that was already, and I was already part of like uh, um, gay circles. So it, it was a discussion that he knew his, um, my niece, my nephew, his sister-in-law, everybody was gay and very open in front of him. So I don't think he saw a different, like when I started dating a woman, they treated him nice. That's all he saw. And when you introduce it young, it doesn't face them at all. Right. And even to this day, it does, it, I definitely asked him, even when he was five, right away, I put him in therapy. Once he finds out, what if he needs counseling? Nothing like nowadays they tell you just model love and model respect. And that's truly all that's needed. Well, that's great. I applaud you for, for living a truthful life. And mm -hmm. I think that's, that's inspirational. So you got married and you left the hunky fireman. Any women worked in the fire department? At that time? No, we didn't even really? have, we did not even have, um, I forgot what they used to call them, the unit. So we couldn't hire women because of the, the, housing you need to have separate showers and rooms and blah 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 and back then Girl fire department only had four stations now they have a whole lot more now they have women firefighters but at the time they didn't and it just had to I just think with how little how little how small the city was and that we couldn't incorporate the female residencies in there it just took a while after I left Boom. so you you were doing HR then you left the firefighters. Was that hard to go to the state to leave? Because uh, it sounds whenever you think of or whatever, you know, my my cousin's son is a firefighter and you, he always talks of it as being like a big family. So I would think it would have been hard to leave. It is a family, but it's not. So the family part comes from just how close you become because they work. 24 hours on, tw 24 hours on, two days off, wait, two days on, two days off. I can't even remember anymore. But so they work that and you get to talk to them all day long because if they're not on a call, they hang out there. But at the same time, it just, it, my, we had a new manager come on and she was definitely, she was female. She was a third female, very religious and just, her discussions about my myself and my my girlfriend at that time and such it was just not the right place if no. I truly was going to be my authentic self so it hurt me though because I loved the Flugrow Fire Department those were my children well, you, you think Austin being such an accepting town but but there are people who are not accepting everywhere unfortunately mm -hmm, mm -hmm. especially when they become your managers so it was best I moseyed on, and I'm very thankful I moved to the state. Uh, besides steady, like that's definitely a steady job, and with retirement and such. Um, so you're at the uh, Health and Human Services. I started there. I am now with um, 
I am with the Department of Licensing and Regulation. You know, we we do licenses for for hair salons, nail salons. We combative sports. We have to take care of uh, the combat. Like, sorry, combat's wrong. Of <laughs> uh, the boxing matches and MMAs and such. So there's a lot of things we do. I do human resources. My primary focus right now is something I'm very passionate about. Is I do a lot of um, job fairs. Um, you might call it recruitment for veteran services. I I I've been there, done that, where veterans as they transition from military life to civilian life, oftentimes they have a hard time finding employment because they think that the skill sets they received in the military do not transition to civilian life. And they do. So I definitely give even a lot of my time, volunteer a lot of my time helping veterans transition to the workplace. And that's Are there opportunities that- for if, 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 our class knows of a veteran that's looking for work. Are there opportunities? Where would you direct them? Or I would, They can reach out to me. Um, I am on the Facebook group and um, reach out to me because I will help with resume building. And this does not have to do associated with my job. My goal is not, it would be fantastic if we can get you to, to become the perfect candidate for our positions. But my personal goal is to transition you into the workplace, period. If it's us, if it's Dillard's, if it's Dell, it doesn't matter. Um, so, yeah, if anybody knows anybody that would like some assistance, either with resume building, maybe job hunting and such, um, just reach out to me. That's definitely something that I love to do. Do you get calls then? Is, is your job similar to Jessica? Sir, I work seven to four. I'm a state employee. I clock out. My boss is going to do this podcast and I clock out at (laughs) 3.59. So state is very interesting. We are typically not on call. I am very flexible. I love my job. I love the little team that I work with. Um, And so that little group, they can call me at eight o'clock to ask is the job posted online or who's missing a training? I, I take care of workers' comp issues. That's the only thing I do 24 hours a day. I take care of workers' comp um, um, reporting. So if somebody gets hurt, it doesn't stop at 3.59. But, <laughs> but so they can call me whenever. Okay, so um, we've talked a little bit about your occupation. We, we talked about these clothes from back in the day that seems to have shrunk. Uh, any old people thing that you're doing <laughs> these days? <laughs> Taking Metamucils and lots of vitamins in the morning? Oh, do you mean the like 16 pills I take a day? Uh-huh, <laughs> yes. Pretty much. Yeah. And I do think what's pretty interesting, you, you call it old people style. We talk about how I would love to go dancing. I would love to go dancing. I still love to dance. But the music is too loud. <laughs> <laughs> I can go to them clubs. The music is too loud. All right. (laughs) And because I get up like at 530 to go to work if I have to drive in. And if I don't, I get up at like 635. Um, I definitely go to sleep a lot earlier than not up by 10. 10, hopefully I'm asleep. So that's kind of old people are just true to life. (laughs) If you could tell your younger self something, what would it be? Don't trust me. I got to stay with your secrets. <laughs> call your mom and tell them. Ah, funny. It's a 
little tight like that. Thank you, Matt. Back end joke, but Matt for calling my mom and, I, and I, I just her never, that I'm a I can never lie to a mom when a mom puts you in a corner and says, "Where's my daughter?" I have to tell the truth. I couldn't lie to her. Hey, why you go rat me out? I'm at a boy's house, Matt. Why? <laughs> <laughs> but very similar to that perfect, perfect transition, Matt. I would tell my younger self, stay at home more, spend time with your family. Yeah. I really would. Like one day you'll blink and everybody's gone. And it's like rather than Kaihando and your friend Matt having to rat you out because he doesn't know how to keep his mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I wish I had spent, I would tell myself, spend more time with your family, have more of those memories. When your mother wants to feed you, don't go to eat at Burger King with your friends at least every other day. So yeah, that's what I tell myself. Is there something about the 90s that you miss? Anything like aside from? So music, I definitely miss the music from back then. Um, I'm glad they kind of make a comeback every so often. They just put them into other formats. I miss the music. The 90s, I say I miss the food because I'm in Hutto, which if people are not familiar is right attached to Austin. That's where I've lived all around Austin area. Our house is in our home is in Hutto. There is not the Mexican food that we have from Laredo. I wish I could find Moyejas here. Oh, I have yeah. to go to Laredo. Oh, what is it? Denny's, Danny's. Danny's. Danny's so delicious. The Moyejas from there, crispy. But the food from Laredo, you can't go. You can't find a raspa here with crap like pickles and chamoy and all that oh, stuff. Oh, Mr. Corn. Yeah, people have started definitely doing corn, and I've got Mrs. Used- corn. What's the deal <laughs> with Mr. Corn and Mrs. Corn? What did they just like? Did Mrs. Get corn wake up one day and say, "I'm done being the wife of an elotero. I am going to form my new eloteraia and uh, call it Mrs. Corn." <laughs> I woo, I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's finally started to make its appearance up here. Yeah, it finally has. But they love to put Parmesan cheese opposed to Mexican cheese. And that is disgusting. Uh, uh, but yeah, the food from back then. So, <laughs> so, so you got a mixtape. What's on it? What, what 90 songs you got on it? Anything from boys to men. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> it was one of our, our um, it was also our prom song. One of them, but yeah, anything from boys to men. Wait, what was that problem song? Uh, it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, that one. And but um, in nothing compares to anything that you could sing in your car. Out of tune. I still do it, but <laughs> like nothing compares to you by Sinead O'Connor. Oh, that song. Yeah. <laughs> and I used to love besides Mana. I actually used to love the bangles. The bangles? What like an Egyptian? Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. So I I definitely have tons of stuff downloaded onto my my fancy stuff. I wish my kiddo was here could tell me what it is. All them 
electronics. Got my, that's my old folks thing. I need my kiddo to help me hook this up. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, favorite fad from the 90s? You're still trying to resurrect? Are you still walking with bangs? <laughs> no, state? definitely slick it back. The one thing that I still use, I'm probably one of the few people that does not have some kind of Apple watch or whatever. I use my my um, Swatch watch, baby. I still use Swatch watches. Nice. I, I, I love swatches. I did notice one thing when I went to the shoe store. So do you remember Reeboks used to have these white, like women, they looked like jazzercise, tennis shoes. It's okay if you don't. They're no. making a comeback. They're making, they they're really? selling them again. Everything if will could, eventually come back. If I could fold my jeans up, I, you know, like they used to, I could bring those I've seen people. I've seen people wear their jeans folded up a little bit. Yeah, but everything skinny jeans and stuff like that. It doesn't. Yeah, there's just like no way the you can get into those. Yeah. I mean, I know I can get into them. <laughs> uh, all right, two more questions, and I think we're nearing the end. Uh, pineapple on pizza? Yes or no? Apparently, this is a big question that Missy once answered. I, I'm convinced she's doing some secret study for a season <laughs> or something. I, I am a fan of basically anything on pizza. <laughs> so my wife, Sue, definitely says that that is the grossest thing she's ever seen, that it's, uh, she's up from Joyzy. She hates it when I say that. Uh, from Joyzy, she's from the Joyzy Shaw. Yeah, Joyzy Shaw. She's like, nobody speaks like that, but... <laughs> But it's, it's against the law to put pineapple in your pizza. What? I do. I like pineapple with jalapenos, with tomatoes, onions, whatever. You find Corn. it in the house, throw it in there. <laughs> <laughs> and your final advice, the class of 2022? I was thinking that since my own child is graduating this year, what have I been Oh, wow, now? yeah. What have I been telling them? The one thing that I wish I would have done is like travel more when you're young and don't have commitments. Travel, see the world. Do not settle down so young. Have those adventures because it's harder once you're adulting and you collect debt and you have this and that, student loans, that. Take advantage of it. If you can go travel the world, even go to college, the university, whoever out of town, do it. Just have those adventures now. So who are we going to see next on this? Who's got to come on? Sandra, you need to interview Sandra. Will you promise to do so? If I can get her to agree. I'm going to tell her this was actually kind of fun. It was kind it of fun. It is fun. And I think I mean, it'd be great to hear from her who else needs to be on this? Let's, as we okay. wrap up, I, shout I, outs. I, shout outs. Uh, Sandra, just because she has to do it. Uh, Sandra Gutierrez. All, all the girls. What did you call yourself? The Midnight Girls or what? <laughs> the All-Nighters, kid. Oh, we the All-Nighters. Yeah, midnight. midnight Girls, All-Nighters. We, we passed midnight. One, one random person that I would like to know what has been up with him and it's not, it's not like he was one of the sweetest guys in high school. I thought he was going to do a lot with his life. Matt and Garcia? I haven't, 
he, he's so he's so cute and handsome. I always catch up with you. I didn't know everything about you. But keep um, on, keep on, keep on. <laughs> Albert Munoz, Muniz. When I was when I was Muniz, sorry, with an high. When I was looking at my yearbook, I am like, he used to be such a sweet guy. He was like the kind that would leave the door or leave the door, open the door for anybody who who never speak out of turn, was very respectful to anybody. Um, and I've always was curious. I thought he would do great things like become maybe a counselor for kids, open up an animal shelter or some, something. He might be doing that. We don't know. I know. We need to get him on. Guys, whoever knows Albert, let's, let's hook him up. Let's do a podcast with him. Yeah, he was just one of those great guys, kind of like you, like, what? But I know what you've been up to, but one of those guys, like, whatever happened to him after high school? He was just, but yeah, let's get Sandra, let's get Diana Chapa Garcia and Gabe Garcia to do a team up. <laughs> Joe Millers. Joe Millera. Oh, yeah, I'd be willing to do Joe Millera. Joe Millera. Joe Millera, yeah. Remember he was our, crazy our, carnival, our crazy carnival double date? It was me yeah. and you. Sandra and Joe. Uh huh. I've, I I see him loosely on Facebook. That's not real life, but I would love to interview him. See what he's up to nowadays. You know, he was part of the gang for a while. Um, too bad he's not part of the gang today. But what are you up to, Joe? Besides what's on Facebook? Well, it was so much fun interviewing you. It's just been a blast. I'm finally grateful to hear that was the one that was the best doubles. I mean, that was totally... Right? I, I mean, that was a surprise. I didn't realize that Yeah, was the one. I, I hope mean... they don't fight each other later, you know, people from Laredo, but sorry. <laughs> Mentioned it, and you had the sexiest legs, too. Ah. Ah. Thanks well, for it spending was... time with me. That was This was great. Thanks, Matt. It was great catching up with you, and I appreciate Missy putting this all together it's been fun to hear what everybody's been up to and hope to hear more including albert muñiz and sandra delgado and joe milera soon thank you for listening and make sure to share this podcast with your friends who might not otherwise be listening and don't forget to remind them to follow or subscribe where I really listen to podcasts. If you're interested in participating, please let us know and we will get you on. And if you know of a veteran who needs assistance with their resume, go ahead and contact us or contact Lada Denise and we will help them.